Good evening. Brochim Abayim. Okay. So, we just talked about last week, we discussed last week, Hakpada. And I mentioned Hakpada, when you're annoyed or irritated, um, that really, uh, Revolva said it's different than Kas. It's different than being angry. Uh, it's different than those kind of categories. Because cost you get out of your system. Now you're you're people who know how to scream and they get angry and they, but again, they leave it out of your system and you're, you're, it's clear of the danger of cost. You can't escape cost. People around you know that you're angry. Anyone who's somewhat honest with themselves know they have an anger issue. You can't. It, it, it comes first of all for many people. There's a, they get it out of their system, and second of all. You can't really avoid it, but hakbada when you're annoyed or you're irritated, as I pointed out last week, it's extraordinarily, it's a sakana atsuma, it's trans danger. Why? Because it builds up in you. So I gave a few examples, I'll just repeat them very quickly, then we'll go further. You know, I, I said there are people who are with relationships, and for years they don't say something, but it builds up, and their irritation is worse and worse, and one day they want to divorce. <laughs> They never said, they never had the fights. Or one day that kid says, I don't want to talk to my mother anymore. Or my father. Um, although it's usually the mother. But uh, I'm just being honest. Uh, the reason why is because if it's a son and a father, they tell you right away. I want nothing to do with you. But the other thing is that there's like a build up. And over time, and that, that annoyance, that irritation, um, unfortunately... It's never articulated, and it, it comes out negatively. Some people end up being angry at God. They're bothered. Why me? Why me? And they never say it. They don't articulate it. But they get angry. They get angry at God. Some, as I mentioned last week, there are smolanim, there are lefties, that the woman, they can't, they, they're bothered by their role in Judaism. They're bothered, or they're, you know, and, they, and they just, and they, and they keep it to themselves. Some of them are big mouths, but... but some, but a lot of us keep it to themselves and they're frustrated, they don't feel vindicated. You know, people at work and, or in life. And that, that small uh, irritation is not small. It's actually very lethal. Very extraordinarily dangerous. And there are people who get detached from their friends because of that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I once dealt with a situation where two very good friends, you would imagine they're friends for years, and one person just detached completely. Why? Because they had something which they never said, they never articulated, they never spoke out, uh, and over time it bothered them. It, they had hakpada, hakpada, hakpada. And then one day, I don't want anything to do with anything. Come on, I'm done. And so, therefore, being mockbid is, is a problem. Other people are mockbid, and they, they it kind of like, what, they just get worn down. I, you know, there are board members of this show. Not your husband. But, uh, but I said, why don't you be on the board? Oh, I can't do this anymore. Uh, and they, when they're on the board, they don't say anything. But they just sit at the board meeting, and they get like, I don't want to do this anymore. They, they, so, uh, is is... You know, I, I can't even, I'm almost a loss for words to say how damaging it is. Kas 
you can deal with. Because you know you have cost. In Hakpada, so, and as I said last time, 85% to 100%, it just stays mild Hakpada. But for 15%, those people, it's like all of a sudden something snaps. There's one day, snaps. And there's a tremendous danger for it. And even if you're not, I know people, as I said, you can have Hasidim, they're, manager, manager, they're members of a Hasidic group, they're, they're, they don't like their group anymore. Why? They, not, they grew up that way. I don't like it. I don't want it there. They're Israelis. They live in Israel for years. You've heard such people, I'm sure. I can't go back to Israel. Why? I don't, I don't, it's not for me. They can't even articulate it sometimes. They were bothered for years about something. And by the way, I can tell you what they tell me they're bothered by. It's 10 times worse in America. But they, they, where, why can't they live in Israel? You don't know what they're bothered about. Right? It's, it, it, the, you know, why can't they live in Israel? Because they were mockbid on Israel. And there's some people mockbid on Amakar. I don't care. I'm not talking about a place right now. I'm just talking about Hakbada. I'm just giving you an example that Hakbada is so lethal for so many people. And everyone has different things that bother us. And it just bothers us day after day after day after day. Um, sometimes, I, I mentioned this last week, I see it in Shalom Bayes. You have somebody come in and they're screaming, I'm so upset, he did this or she did this. And like the spouse says, you never said anything. And what happened is, is that in their own mind, this they, for months or years they were bothered by something. Months or years they were bothered, and they never said anything. And there's just like a build up, build up, build up, and then boom. Parents and children, same thing. You know, it's pot, you know, and therefore being mocked. But listen, I've had, you know, even as a as a rabbi, and, and again, most people are very respectful. But people come to me, and I'm so upset about something. Like for for years, this has happened. Sometimes it's um, the show. It could be about me. It could be a million things. But there's a, a build up. It, it just like it, so. What you know? I was like, oh, that's interesting. I I, I know for about 10, 12, 13 years. You never said anything before. You know, but in their own mind, what happens is you've said it 50 times, and no one's heard you. Sometimes you haven't said it to you even yourself. Do you understand? Yeah? Clear? Aror? Anything? You understand? Yeah. So, you know, Revolva is not going to focus as much about Hakbada against Hashem. Because I've seen, I've seen that as a rabbi. People who are angry at Hashem, but why is this me? Um, he's not going to focus so much about people's they have issues with Israel or with Hasidism or with this shul or that shul or with or this organization or this organization or why Kohanim get this and I don't. I mean, he's, he's going to focus really on but, but, but what I am telling you, and the reason I said that, it's the same thing. If you have a hakbada and you do not deal with it, it's going to damage that area of your life. It, that's what happens. It, 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 it affects it negatively. Uh, and it affects your happiness negatively, and you don't get it out of your system. So it's important to deal with it. But really, he's going to focus on at least in the beginning, be when you're makpid on people and things and events. And and, and makpid doesn't mean like I'm makpid on this. It means that it bothers you, it irritates you, it, you know, it annoys you. You you don't want this to happen. Um, I met someone who actually put their kid in the wrong school system, totally damaged their kid. Why? Because they didn't like something. It's something that the first school bothered them. <laughs> so they jumped. They threw their kid into the into a shark pit instead because 
people make dumb decisions, right? When a child doesn't talk to a parent, or I once, I'm not joking, I once had a guy come to me many years ago. He was traveling through, and he, you know, he came to me, and I got a little friendly with him, and he got divorced. And I said to him, like, why did you get divorced? And it was like the dumbest stuff. And I, and, I, and I said to him, like, no, you realize that that's not, that's not a reason to get divorced. And only one problem. He was a Kohen. You know what that means? No going back. Um, but you do dumb things in your makbid. You can really, if you get to the point, I'm not talking about one time being makbid, one time being annoyed, but if you're annoyed enough, you may cut yourself off and spite your nose. You may do make very poor decisions because you want to avoid people or things or countries or places or organizations because you've given up or you, or you miss opportunities. You miss opportunities in life. You know, life is short. There are things that come our way and um, I'll give an example I've dealt with a few times of people who don't want to go to, to see their family vacations with their extended family or friends because they're annoyed at certain people or things. You know what? Who the loser is? They are. <laughs> they lose out. Those opportunities are precious. You know, there are people who are annoyed uh, at, uh, at schools and they, they cut their hurt themselves also at shoals. So I, my point is that that's a big topic. We're not doing that. But I wanted to stress that if you find yourself as we're learning about being annoyed at people or things, think carefully if you're annoyed at other things because that those things need to be worked on. Don't don't poo-poo them. That if you if you find yourself annoyed at people who are important in your life, at uh, your fa- friends and family, or your shoulder, uh, whatever, but uh, country, your town, that's not a healthy situation. I'm not talking, you know, a minor annoyance. But if you're really, if you not have learned to resolve those issues, it's really negative. Okay, so let's go pick up from there. Person's not in touch with themselves. They don't even know what's the trigger, what, what causes them to be annoyed. What, 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 you know, what bothers them. Sometimes people even get into fights they don't know what caused it. And really it was a hakpada. Sometimes, you know, as I said, this guy told me about divorce. Of course she was wrong. We just got the conversation. Like, so tell me, divorce is pretty serious. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a great ramification. Explain to me why you did that. Why are you mad? You know, I, I've had to be in Shalom Ba'isis. Like, why are you mad at him or her? And they, they don't even know. It's like elementary. Or, uh, or, or they're, they're mad at, uh, I want to skip shoals and schools and people and Judaism and feminism and every ism in the world, but, um, but they're mad at people. But when they, when they try to break down what, what really bothers them, What's really irking them and causing them to to okay, if I it's possible you could be in a relationship with a person and and a lot of times you bother and bother and bother and bother and you don't even realize what's causing that what really what's really really bothering you. Um, 
Ilazos, you know, Haschos Hislamdus, that for there the beginning of teaching ourselves, Shinikpolatsmenu, Zman Sholdakos Misprecholiom. Let me give you an example. Recently I was dealing with somebody that they don't like to be told what to do. Well, in marriage, guess what? <laughs> Both sides tell things what to do. There are certain people in this world who hate being told what to do. Hate it with a passion. There are kids who hate being told what to do with their parents. And there are kids who never grow up, and then they get married, and they still they hate what you do. That's really a not a good thing for marriage. So when you're married, though, there's a reality to it. So the, sometimes they know they, they hate being told to do, and other times, they don't even realize that that's irking them, that he or she is telling you what to do. Right? Other people, it's that they hate making decisions, and they're forcing me to make a decision. So whether they realize it or not, or they're putting me under pressure. There are some people who like to be early, late. Right? You have that combination, and you don't even realize what's triggering you to do it. What's causing... What's raising my blood pressure? What's making me upset, even for a moment? What bothers me in my day? What, 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 what's irking me? Uh, that, that Every day there are things that perturb us, that bother us, and we should be keenly aware of them. Um, it's talking about how one can do it. So some people learn Musr, like they'll learn a safer every day, like Misalasasharim, uh, or you'll listen to a class every day, or you'll read a, a, a book, even an English book, which has a Musr idea, and you'll spend a few minutes in contemplation. Actually, tonight, I was learning with my son. Uh, who was learning this with? Israel was learning this with me. We're learning a Mishnah in Sanhedrin. And so the Mishnah in Sanhedrin says that Sheket for a Shayim is bad for them and bad for the world. If a, if a guy, not a guy, if a, if a Russia, a wicked person, has tranquility and time to think, they all think about bad things, so it's bad for them and it's bad for the world. If they're not busy, it's bad for them. But for a tzaddikim, it's tov lahem, why? Because if a tzaddik has time to think, it's good for them. It allows them to work on themselves. And it's good for the world. It, the, by the way, I'll say all of us are, have relationships, whether it's family relationships or friends. The more developed we are, we better our own life, and we better everyone around us. We, we improve ourselves. We improve our relationship to our... If we're lucky enough to have parents, spouses, children, friends, colleagues, the more we know about our hakpadas, the better friend family member, child, parent, spouse will be. It's Pasha. So it's Sheket, having the ability to spend a few minutes thinking about our, what, what upsets us, triggers us, or what annoys us is good for all. Yachal, it could even be that you find the first week, you, can't, you don't even find what's bothering you. Um, you know, <coughs> you know, I'll tell you myself, I, you know, there are things I can, you know, I, I have, like, sometimes what you call very, very intense days. Sometimes I feel it's stressful, sometimes I don't. So isn't it a good thing to know what's stressful and what's not? Now, stress is unavoidable in life. 
but w- w- wouldn't it benefit me to know what stresses me out? How do you say stress in Hebrew? Lachatz? Right? You know, what causes me to be lachatz and whatnot? Wouldn't that benefit? I mean, I live every day, right? And, and, and usually, I'm very often, my days are intense. Um, I mean, even if I did nothing, I'd come home and I'd have nine reasons to be intense, right? I'm just, uh, you know, Ken I, 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 it's, if I don't know what triggers me as a parent, that's not a good thing. If I don't know what triggers me as a, a spouse or, you know, or where I'm driving, all, I'm just thinking of personal. So we all, have, we all, all of us have that. And if we're not cognizant of that, we're going to be um, bringing any danger less productive and more stressed or more annoyed than necessary. Sometimes though, we don't really pick it up right away. We don't, uh, why am I stressed today, not yesterday? Why am I anxious today and not yesterday? Why 50 times did I ha- hear something? It didn't bother me, and today it did. Was it said differently? Was it personal? You know, it's an amazing thing. You know, as somebody who, again, I'm picking this topic because I've dealt with it and it's connected. Whoever says spouse or a parent or a child who says something, then they come in and, you know, somebody else says the same line to them, it doesn't bother them. That person says it, it bothers them. Why, why, what, what is it about that person that bo- it, you know, sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes it's a parent or a spouse. It's a friend that says it. That person, is it how they say it? It's because something else that they say it bothers them. So a person has to be aware of what that is. It could be in the beginning, but you can't even pick, pick it up. We have many times that even on small things, objective things. For example, it bothers us if somebody would come to Shul sitting in our spot. Come to Shul, that's my spot. It's my Makam Kavua. It bothers you that would that happen. Another thing, a person gets bothered if someone jumps in front of them on the bus. Now, we don't take buses here too often, but at Baaretz, you take a bus, no? Yes. Take an autobus. Someone jumps in front of you, may bother you, maybe not, but right? some people will bother. Or, it bothers you if you call up a person to be aware of this, and they don't talk about adivut. They don't talk with polite to you. Not, they, don't, they don't talk um, you know, respectfully to you. Mishlo adivus. Some person gives you a little sting uh, in, in the conversation. They make a, a, a snarky comment or a joke at your expense. That may bother you. You should be aware of that. There are other people that, uh, you know, they, 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 they're, they're good. You can joke around with them. It doesn't bother them. It doesn't annoy them at all. And some people, they're very sensitive. They just don't tell people that. You know, they're very... Really, they, it's a facade, <laughs> and it bothers them. Sometimes they realize it bothers them, but sometimes they don't, and it comes out later. It, it, it does come out. You know, those comments, it doesn't come out that moment, it comes out later. In Tomer, Mali, so the person says, what do, I, you know, what do I need to do this for? I'm busy. You know, like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I have to go sit there looking what annoys me, what bothers me. Mutav, it's better than I'm not aware of it. He quotes the Rambam in Shmona Prokim. The Rambam, by the way, is Yartzeit, is this week. It's Yartzeit this week. You know, you're sponsoring Kiddush. You know, you know that? Did you know that? I figured you didn't know that. You're, it's on Chav which is this week. It's the Rambam's Yartzeit. And your birthday. So I'll tell your husband to put it for your birthday as well. Uh, and it's Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera. Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera. His Yartzeit also on Chav Tevet. Um, 
So Rabbam writes, listen to what it says, If you don't feel, if somebody insults you, now, a tzaddik will be insulted and say it's from Hashem. Right? But if you don't feel an insult, if, you're, if you have no emotions, that's not healthy. <laughs> it's, like, it's you don't even realize if you're being humiliated or you're being, like, you have to like, like some kind of autism to, to not cop that, or you don't, see, you don't see what they're doing to you. Normal human beings, if someone calls you ugly or smelly or uh, annoying even, it should bother you. So a, a, a tzaddik says, listen, I'm down like Havzchos, or I, I deserve it, it's min Hashemayim, or it's everything's from Hashem, but they do know it's an insult. And they're not, they're, they're not tone deaf. You know, the, there's a difference between being, feel, no feeling, says the Rambam, is not a healthy thing. It's not a good thing to have that. You, sh, you know, it's not even healthy. Just like not, not to have any idea of pleasure in this world is not healthy. It's right, and it, it says, People are like, oh, it's wonderful she didn't respond or he didn't respond. No, it's wonderful they didn't respond because they are big people. Not because they don't know how to respond or they don't even realize that they're being bothered in the process. Um, you think a person who has no self-esteem and, 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 and bad things happen and people take advantage of them. Oh, he's very patient or she's very patient. You have a person in, I'll go, I picked a marriage, I'll pick a marriage or a parent or a child. They're in a relationship and they're being abused. I'm not talking physically or, you know, but they're abused in the relationship. They're taken advantage of. They're not, they're, there's no consideration towards them. It's not, they're not a savlan. They're being treated as a shmata. So about it, that's bad for the person doing it in that part of the relationship. And for this person, there may be a day where they wake up and they'll be very bothered. And if they're not, they're, they're lacking something in their reality. If they choose to accept that in the relationship, that's, a, that's the high road, right? But if they don't even know that they're being trampled on, they don't realize that, that's really bad, okay? Um, but people think it's good. Oh, you know what she puts up with? You know, she puts up with it because she doesn't even know how to defend herself or she doesn't even realize she's being abused. You know, or she's, or he or she's being bullied. Haval ha'atzal, the guy's lazy, does nothing. He sits in bed and reads books all day, you know, and comic books, which are for the brain dead. Uh, so, oh, he's so happy what he's doing. Samech bachokal. He has no drive. She has no drive. They're happy doing nothing in this world. That's not samech bachokal. Samech bachokal. You know what samech bachokal is? Being happy with their portion. Being happy with their portion is doing your utmost to be the most successful person you could be. And whatever happens, you're happy because you know it's from Hashem. It's when you've done what you can to be matzliach, to be successful, and after that, you say, whatever is that, Hashem. It doesn't mean you sit there and do nothing. Oh, it's from Hashem. That's an atzlan. That's a lazy person. And he may he makes you, oh, I'm very happy. Not very happy. You're just you're happy doing being a nothing. That's not a good thing. The person has no idea of pleasure. Like, you know, the person can't taste it, have no idea of, of enjoyment in life. There's last, you know, I was just teaching the not your Gadora's class. They're learning Islam, by the way. So you can ask her all about Islam. Coming attractions. We finish up Christianity. 
Islam. Can we go into class? No, you cannot. You can listen to I have I have a I have a version on it online. You're welcome to listen about how Islam and Christianity are, are false religions, number one. And number two, how they affected Judaism and vice versa. Um, but I, for the eleventh grade I was teacher of the Valshantov, the Besht. And one of the things the Valshantov taught is that Afakarish Barhu created the, his world for his honor. He was supposed to enjoy Hashem's world. We're supposed to look at the world and enjoy the world. We have brachas on food for reasons. Actually, they're not that. The Valshantov said something. He said, you know, we are born in this world by an act of pleasure between husband and wife. That, it, it comes from, a, birth comes from an act of pleasure. So he says, that's because God wants us to enjoy the world. Right? We're not supposed to not enjoy. People don't think a person who doesn't enjoy the world is a good person. Now, a person who enjoys the wrong things in the world or doesn't enjoy the world for the world's sake and forgets about the God part, <laughs> then right, we should enjoy it because there's God around the world. Not just enjoy the world for the sake of you know, enjoyment. Um, but all these bad things. So the Ram says the following things. Um, it's a mistake not to realize, to say, oh, I'm bothered by something and just to ignore it. If something, if in a relationship... Especially, I'm going to stress this, I'm going to stress this a lot, uh, of a close relationship is irking you, is annoying you, is bothering you, you need to resolve that. It is not healthy not to resolve that. Doesn't mean you always, does not mean that you always solve that. You need to address it. You need to, re, not necessarily to address it, to resolve that. Let me just define resolve versus solve or address. You can be addressed yourself, if that's what you're saying. That's, 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 to solve means you're, you're bothered by a relationship with a parent or a child or a spouse or a sibling or a mother-in-law or a father-in-law or brother-in-law. And uh, to solve means you fix the problem. You can't always fix problems. You can't choose for people. To resolve means to deal with yourself how you can live with the situation, how you can judge the person, how you can deal with the person, how you can live with the person, how you can accept the person, how you can best deal with the situation. That's to resolve that. You hear the difference? To solve is different than to resolve. Is that clear, by the way? To solve all problems, um, if you had a Nobel Peace Prize, you would be, you'd have to be like, uh, you know, some kind of Malach Hashem to solve all the problems. You can't, you can't solve all people. You could have a resolution in yourself, though, how to deal with it successfully with all people. How to, how to be matzliach. So you're saying to not be uptight with that person, say it's a person that's bothering you, well, and you can't change how they... And you need to deal with them. You Obviously, if you don't need to deal with a person, you, um, but resolve means, you know, there's it's, it's, it's this crazy thing in today's world that you can cut off a child or cut off a parent cut off a marriage. I mean, divorce, it, it was unheard of. <laughs> it's fush it like, you know, in the Gentile world, not that long ago, it was, it was, it was a gnai. It was a negative. It was like, today, divorce is like totally normal. It's like, this doesn't work. Well, I'm out of here. <laughs> Get it. Right? It means to, to learn how to deal with your spouse or your parents. You know, you don't cut them off. Now, a person you don't need to deal with and they bother you, pick your friends. But you know what's weird to me? If you've been friends with them for 30 years, that's not a friend you cut off. You learn to resolve. If something happens, how to resolve it. 
In extreme cases, you have to do. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But today, you know how people problem solve, resolve? They cut off. And they cut themselves off. They damage themselves. I think I said this case, you know, I had a friend who was dating a girl who, um, is that a phone ringing? Yes. Someone's phone is ringing. It's like an outside. Oh, it's at me. It's on the outside. Okay. Yeah. There is a phone ringing. I don't know if it's in this room. Okay. That's fine. Um, so no one who's listening on, online either. But uh, all right. so I had a friend who, um, he was dating a girl, and this girl's mother had did a, uh, the low of the low, right? The low of the low. Cheated on the father, uh, left the father, like really low of the low. And this girl had siblings who talked to the, her mother, who did this, who lived a lowly life. And uh, this girl did not. And so he asked my Rosh Hashiva, the great Gadol, Harav Zelig Epstein, what he thinks about this. This girl does not talk to her mother. And if you'd say this mother did it was, was a religious lady, she do that kind of disgusting thing, to cheat on her husband, it was like, oh, her husband's friend. It was like a crazy story. Um, so Rosh Hashiva said, it's not healthy for the girl not to talk to her mother. It doesn't mean you could ever accept what she did, but she needs to be able to resolve it in herself. If she has, if her reaction is to cut herself off from her mother, that's not a normal human relationship. Okay, you talking about your mother over here. Now, if her mother damaged her, I'm sure her mother impacted her life. There's no question about that. But at the end of the day, her mother gave birth to her. I mean, he did not think it's healthy. Just that, you know, she, she needs to be able to resolve it. She can't. She can't solve her mother's issue. <laughs> And nor could she accept what she did is right. But she needs to have a resolution herself how she can live with her mother and deal with her mother and talk with her mother, who will one day be the grandmother of her children uh, and, that, and who will be at her brother's or sister's, whoever's weddings, <laughs> who will be there. You can't escape your mother. You may not talk to her. Not, but what, what happens then? She doesn't... I, I have no idea. But I, this is, I don't even know the person. I don't know the situation. I don't know the, the profile. So then, you have a family wedding. I'm not going there because mom's there. Right? Or I'm not going to... I'm not in the picture. You don't think you hurt yourself? Or in the grandchildren, where's grandma? Where's our grandma? And then you have to tell your grandchildren. Right? So you need to resolve things in life. I mean, that, and that's a perfect example of how you can damage yourself. So we need to be able to... to so he says, don't wipe things in the coffin and say... I don't know, you know that, that, that's an extreme case to an extent. But in ourselves, if somebody, if our relationships is bothering us, we need a resolution for ourselves to be able to deal with the hakbedas that we have on other people. And those that I don't care, okay, I, I don't like her so much. Or my husband does this, it bothers me. My wife does this, it bothers me. My mother does this, my father does this, my, my brother in law does this. My aunt, the do does this. <laughs> right? Someone does this, it bothers me. You know, at the end of the day, He's a maid. What that really showing you is you're, you're you're out of touch. You're not. That's like the Ram says. That's not a healthy thing. Eifo. So how do we do this? It takes time, and it takes work. So Every day, there's there's things that bother all of us. Some, you know, some things are majorly. You know, for me, you know, I'm bothered. I'll pick a dumb thing. A significantly dumb thing. Um, oh, I, 
I'll tell you a tragedy that happened today. I had a bagel or a bread, and it wasn't full whole wheat. It wasn't seven grams. I have other things much more significant that bother me. But I was, you know, I was bothered that I didn't get my, my the, the, the good stuff. So let's say that's a minor bother. You know, that really does has a minor impact. You know, I could be bothered um, if I have to wait for my kid every day. So let's, let's pick a little more, right? This one of my kids makes me wait every day. Or, or I have to tell one kid um, 15 times the same exact thing. Now, some people, there are teachers, by the way, who that doesn't bother. They love that because it's, they, they love to give it. And some teachers, it bothers them. You know, so does that bother you or does it not bother you? Some people are, you know, are very understanding of their children. Very, their kids could break the windows. Really great. So they don't bother their children. But if their neighbor parks their car and it's one inch, one inch on their lot or covers their, their, their driveway a little bit, they, or they make, their, you know, their neighbors don't cut more the lawn and that bothers them. And we'll look them, by the way. If you don't cut your lawn, you may annoy your neighbor. What? That's a good way to get shot, right? It, 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 it's really some, for different strokes for different folks. Not, so we need to know what, what bothers us. And with all of us have things that bother us all the time. Um, this is important, are poisonous. Now, and not poisonous at that moment. But if you let these things go, it's like, and again, not everything that bothers us is to cause a break or a snap. But there are things in all of us that if you would let it develop, it can really be very damaging in relationships in particular. Uh, and you know what happens? There's a subconscious. There's how do you say subconscious? There's a word for it. Hold on, I'll tell you. Google will tell me, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Um, so there's a subconscious feeling. Every time you're bothered, this is very, very deep and very, very important that I'm right and they're wrong. That's really what we're bothered. When we're bothered by people in, in a relationship, it's almost always that they, this is the wrong thing. They're wrong. I'm right about this. They shouldn't have done this. That's not how you talk. That's not okay. It's not a, no, no, say they're not. Tate's Moda? Tate's Moda? Okay, we have, a, we have an expert. Uh, but, but really in the subconscious, in the subconscious, what we're really saying is, is that I'm right wrong. So when you're, when, you're, when you're a parent, you're bothered that your kid's making you wait. Or you're a spouse, and you're bothered your, your husband or your wife is, usually the, usually the wife, you yeah. huh? uh, okay. You're bothered by something. Tatmada. Tatmada? Tatmada. You doubted Google? Huh? No, no, no. You doubted Google. But I sleep tonight. They're, they're, they're off. Don't, be, don't, be, don't have Hakpada. They're often wrong. Uh, but, but this is, again, it's very important. Let's just get back because I know we had a little sidebar over here. The tat moda, the subconscious is, is that I'm right. That is how, when you're thinking, when you're bothered by your kid being late or your husband not cleaning up after himself at the dinner table or not saying thank you properly or leaving you with the kids or walking out 
or not call you in the middle of the day, what you're really saying to yourself is, I'm right and he's wrong. If you're bothered that your mother bosses you around, you're going to think, how dare she? I'm the right one. She has no right to boss me around. Or if, you're chi- if you're, uh, or if your child doesn't call you on Fridays, you're bothered by that they don't call you on Fridays? Well, I'm right. I'm the mother. I raised her. Uh, I raised her. I raised him. Um, and they're, so what you're really telling yourself, this is very important, by the way, Ma'od Chashuv is that I'm right and they're wrong. That is what the depth of what Hakpada is. And if you do that, what you're really doing is framing the people around you in a negative light. So over time, you're damaging your respect or connection to that person. Because when you're mockbit on a person, you're really, what you're really saying about them is that they're wrong, or they're guilty, or that they're bad sometimes even. And that's very dangerous, especially in tight and close relationships. Bikbetis katanus. We're talking about even small things which irk us and annoy us. And the best way to resolve things is to deal with them right away. Come to a resolution about them. Okay, so let's go pick up the cases which are not our people. Why did the guy jump ahead of me in the bus? Probably he's a Kshayom. He had a hard, tough day. He needs a few minutes on the bus. Or you, know, or you say to yourself, why did the person knock on the door in the middle of my class? And because... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it should not be on. Uh, why does why these things happen? You know, it, it could be that his mother never told, told him. And you just learned to deal with that. And you feel a for that person. That's what it is. That's, what, that, 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 that's, that's how... These things go. Why is this thing happening this, in, in this way? A person feels it. That. That's what bothers you. you resolve it. You ex- sometimes you have, I, I have a person I deal with. A person's pushing a mishugana. I'm telling you, I deal with a, I deal with a lot of mishugayim. I'm saying any rabbi does. Every rabbi deals with mishugayim. So I, I have this person driving me crazy. So if I don't resolve that for myself, it's not a good thing. No one, no one in the show. No one, no one you know. No one in the show. No one, no, nothing like that. We bochashim no mishugayim. But the point is, the point is, if I don't deal with it, and I have to deal with this person. So if I don't deal with it, I, I need to resolve. Listen, you know what? Baruch Hashem, I'm not that. And I said, no, Baruch, I have some resolution for me to deal with it. It doesn't, doesn't make it always easier, but I have some resolution. You understand? It's a resolution. If I would deal with a Holocaust survivor, and they happen to drive, they're anxious because of their experience, which are traumatized, and they're very nervous, so you resolve. It's an easy resolution, by the way, because you can understand why they're very nervous. They had a traumatic life. But you know what? Many people had some trauma in their life or some reality or some disability or they have some tough life that you have no idea about. You resolve how you view them. If you don't resolve that, though, so again, you're judging them and you're coming to say, I'm right, they're wrong. But I don't like them. I, don't, I hate them. I can't deal with them. Um... For a hard day, going back to the case, the guy took your seat. Now he's a personal he forgot. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he had such a tough day, or she had such a tough day, she, they weren't thinking. Maybe they're distracted. Instead of getting angry, why be mockbit on them? There may be a good reason. It's by the way. It's just resolving it. The essence to take away hakbada is being able to resolve. You no, know, if you're a parent, this is. 
This is such an important thing. If you're a parent, um, the best way to, to deal with your children is to understand them, and then you can resolve their character traits. He is this kind of kid. She is this... Uh, you know, my kids, I'll pick, you know, uh, just my two sons, uh, uh, Samaria and Saul, two radically different kids. Like, we're so, I mean, so different. I can't even describe how different these kids are. Um, you know, uh, Simonadino, totally different, like, different galaxies. So, if I, if I, 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 my resolution for one is different than the other, but I will only be able to, to take all of their idiosyncrasies if I understand that kid to be able to resolve that this kid is like that, and this kid needs this, and this kid needs that. Every parent, by the way, <laughs> every parent, if you don't want to be annoyed at your children, you need to resolve. And with parents, children need to have resolutions with their own parents. My mother likes to be bossy. It doesn't make it a good thing to be too bossy when you're a mother and your kid's 50 years old or 40 years old, but you need to resolve to yourself that your mother is bossy because she loves you. And you learn to deal with that. But if every time she calls on the phone, why didn't you do this today? And you're thinking to yourself, how dare she? And there are people who live that way, by the way. See what happens? Either they don't like their mother, they don't enjoy their mother, they don't appreciate their mother, or they cut their mother off. <coughs> that means not to resolve. So what he's saying is, resolve you in yourself. Now, of course, if you could have some mahalach, some way of dealing with a situation which is constructive, <coughs> then that's what you should know. That's properly, you know, if you can, sometimes you get other people involved, and that's the proper thing to do. But if you can't, you need to resolve the situation, even if you can't solve the situation. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. You know, you think to yourself, um, he didn't think I was coming today, I came late to show, and that's why to be faith. Why the person, going back to the case where they, when you called up and they were not playing the phone, you know, you know, you call up and you're in a good mood, and someone's screaming at the phone, and they're not polite, they're not, they don't, they're not friendly, or somebody, you know, I, I just had a situation with a communal person, not from here at all. Um, you know, I've dealt with this person, I see the person who's in a terrible mood. Like, hello, you know, so I can say, what a jerk, what a bum, you know, and I, I'm right, and the next time I see him, I'm not so friendly, because I saw him last time, he wasn't so friendly to me, why should I friendly to him? I'm annoyed at him, you know, I, I, I'm right, he's wrong, why, I see him, and I, I can think that way, by the way, and I'd be annoyed, and I would rupture that relationship a little bit, and not that this happens to be right now in a critical decision in my life, but the next time I'd see this person, I wouldn't be so friendly, why, because I rupture that I'm the right one, he's the wrong one, I don't need to do it. Or you can think to yourself, you know why that person on the phone wasn't so friendly, or the person I saw wasn't so, wasn't so nice? Misken, no, maybe he had a bad day. Or if it's a stranger, misken, what's misken? Misken, nebuch, you know. Uh, it could be, and this is true, there was a the person had a fight in their house, they didn't sleep well that night, they had a bad coffee that morning, or even worse, they missed their coffee, that's really misken, not missed coffee in the morning. Oh, uh, oh, or the person, you know, messed them up. Or they had a bill they just got, and the bill is very expensive. It's not about you. It's resolve that you know what. It, it's an, and if there's nothing, you just feel bad for a person like that. You, that's a resolution in yourself. That's how you resolve something. Um, and if you hear a, a, a person, 
you know, make a comment to us that we're too whatever, or, or, or we're too slovenly, or something bothered us, maybe they're right. Or maybe they're just joking. I should take, be able to take a joke. Right? You, but you resolve that. You don't just, you know, a person has a joke. I don't, you know, I, I'm staying far away from them. You've been friendly for 25 years, 30 years. You know, you're friendly with them. You know, you know you, it's your cousin. For, you're not going to, you learn how to resolve it. Learning how to know what upsets us and then how to resolve it. Um, uh, it's a perik of Ava Sabrius. We are misragil to have now a good eye and to have merciful and forgiveness. But more than that, we're able to resolve with ourselves. We live happier. We live better and we don't hurt or damage ourselves to our, our, in our relations. Again, I, I mentioned about hakpadas in, against institutions or against <laughs> places you live where people... That's also the case, but we're not doing that right now. It, when you learn how to resolve, you, you don't hurt the relationships. Because everybody that we deal with, especially close people, we will have things we can be mocked about. And the, 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 the best thing is to learn how to resolve. And usually what happens is we, we wipe it on the floor. We don't deal with these annoyances. And but these things which are the make and break very often over time. These things which simmer and lurk and they're daily. How we deal with them? Do we deal with them with hakpada that I'm right or he or she is wrong or annoyance? Or do we say, I'll resolve it that will make us and break us in many of our relationships and most important in our relationship with ourselves. We'll hold here. Pick up next week.